I'm making an executive decision. Uh oh. We're moving into the summer. I think this summer we're gonna cover just summer movies. Summer movies slash kids in danger. Sweep the lick. You have a problem with that. Welcome to the Project Gen X Retro Summer Series 2022. Sarah, beware. I have been generous up until now, but I can be cruel. Starting in May and ending in August, we will review the summer movies from our youth that include Tron. I still don't understand why you want to break into the system. Because, man, somewhere in one of these memories is the evidence. If I got in far enough, I could reconstruct it. Adventures in Babysitting. Don't fuck with the babysitter. The Goonies. Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. Back to the Future. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again. Heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? What? And so much more. We talked into the night. The kind of talk that seemed important until you discover girls. If I can only have one food for the rest of my life, that's easy. Pass. Cherry flavor pass. Along the way, we will also sprinkle in some non-movie goodness that will remind us what it was like to be a kid when the socks were high, the shorts were extra short, and there wasn't a cell phone to be seen. E.T. phone home. E.T. phone home. Who wants to call somebody? So sit back and join Big Dave, Barry, and myself, Alan Smith, to relive the magic of the 80s and the retro summer. Well, we're recording now. You're not, if you're not ready, you are now. Welcome back to the Project Genix Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, and I'm not ready. I'm Big Dave. <laughs> and, and we're also joined by... Um, I'm kind of ready. I'm Barry! Barry! <laughs> and Barry's taking point on this one because that's yes. what Barry does whenever we have a lot of research. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm like, you go right ahead, my friend. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> you go with your strengths, right? All right. Uh, this one is a part of our Retro Summer 2022. When we, yes. when we started putting this together, of course, we had a list of movies that we were going to do, but we also said... Hey, let's do summer. It, let's do a couple of episodes. We're, we're trying to do an episode per month that we're doing. This is probably not going to happen. Of that's kind of outside of the. It's not just the movies. Thing, the movies, yeah. you know, because we are doing so many movies and it's, and we've done stuff before about like summertime and yeah. you know, cruising, and cruising, or something, you know. which you were not into, but <laughs> I enjoyed. No, but you know what? We, that I was fine. That was kind of one of the first times that Dave was like, "Hey, I got an idea," and then just we turned the mic on and I wasn't doing anything. Well, it was just like Dave it. talked about, it, and it was like, "Yeah, no," and we had stories. I mean, we both had stories about right. that kind of stuff. Uh, but this is, uh, we're going to talk about amusement parks. Yes, and not just amusement parks. And, and before we get started, let me just say, this is a non-Disney episode. Yes. There's, there's no single Disney. mouse in this anywhere. Have you been to any of the Disney parks? I have been Dave? to Disney World. Okay, I have been to Disney because World once. Yeah. Okay. I was in the marching band in high school, and okay. we actually went down and was in one of the parades. Nerd. 
Um, say. I, I, we, <laughs> I went to Kings Island. Shut up. <laughs> I, I actually, we had to get ready in the backstage area, and there's nothing more traumatizing than seeing all the Disney characters with their heads off and the people inside chain smoking and okay. talking bad about the people in the park. Well, there you go. It's basically IT. I would love to see that documentary. Actually, it was, it was, well, it was very interesting. Speaking of documentaries, that was kind of the inspiration for this. For those of you that are unaware of it, there is a great documentary out. I believe it's on, it's uh, on HBO, HBO Max. Max now. It's called Class Action Park. And it's about Action Park. It's about Action Park in, uh, in New Jersey. Uh, what was it? That's all you have to say. Is Vernon Township, Vernon, New Jersey. Yeah. In New Jersey. Um, very loosely, there was a movie that came out a few years yeah, ago. It's called Knoxville Action one. Point, mm-hmm. which is Johnny Knoxville. And it's yeah. It's actually a really good movie. I, I was surprised yeah. at how good it was. I haven't seen it yet, um, but I was reading up about it. It, so. it really, it yeah. really is good. Uh, and then I don't even remember what I was. There was something else that I had to go. Well, there's I another, can't remember what it yeah, was. There's, now, there's countless movies that are like this, like Adventureland was one. Oh, of I love yeah. Adventureland. Yeah. I love Adventureland. It's a great movie. Um, that reminded me so much of of. Um, of Opryland, which is something we're yes. going to talk about. Something else I want to say before we get into this, and I will put links to this. Please. And um, yeah. uh, there are a couple of <laughs> my voice. I'm going through puberty again. Uh, <laughs> there are a couple of um, YouTube channels that I highly recommend you go mm-hmm. into, and uh, one of them is called Defunct Land. Yes. Um, that is an amazing because they they talk about all these different parks that no right. longer exist. And there's another one that I follow. Hold on, let me find it here. Ex- oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. It's um, Expedition Theme Park. Yes. Which is the same, which, and it, it, they cover all kinds, like even some of them that are still still well, operating. Both of them are great. Yeah. They do deep dive and they have all kinds of archival footage oh, as yeah. well as, you know, it just, it, it's, they're so, it, it hits you right in the nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And, and just to be clear, some of the parks that we're going to talk about today are still in existence yes. and are still functioning. Yes. Um, there are quite a few of them, though, that do not exist anymore. Oh, and also, let's, let's be clear, these are also regional to us yes. for the most part because we're, uh, if you've listened long, you know that we're here in Middle Tennessee outside of Nashville. And surprisingly, we have a lot of theme parks within that a Come and gone, yeah. But that, that have been in within a a, a driving radius, uh, right? So two and a half day, hour, yeah, day drive. trip. You know, we'll, yeah. So we'll, we'll say four. We'll yeah, say four. Yeah, because yeah. when we get into Six Flags of Atlanta, that's a four hour drive. Yeah, yeah. that's but, true. But, well, but Kings you, Island's kind of the Kings same. Island's yeah. about four yeah. hours. Yeah. So, but yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Barry. But um, so again, this kind of got inspired by by watching Class Action Park, mm-hmm. and uh, it got me thinking about all of these. I love abandoned amusement parks. The mm-hmm. videos of them, the pictures of them. Um, I've seen stuff from you know uh, countless different ones that don't exist anymore. Right. Um, and hearing the stories about, okay, well, this was a great idea at the time, and it just kind of you know completely fell apart. I give you Heritage USA, but um, oh wow, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. If you don't know what that is, kids, look that one up. Yeah, you can yeah. thank me later. Yeah, look that one up. Um, I even found out that there was one park that I was just chomping at the bit to go to, and it lasted for like six months and then died, and that was the one that was done by the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, I didn't know about that they one. They had one. I want to say it was in South Carolina. It was in North Carolina, South Carolina. It was right there on the coast. Um, but they opened it up. It had this great concepts for different rides and different things like that. Like they had a roller coaster ride that was based off of Led Zeppelin's Rock and Roll. Nice. And they would play the music through the speakers on behind your head. And mm-hmm. it was in, kind of in tune with what you were doing in the coaster. Nice. Yeah, it didn't last long. 
it just it they didn't have the funding for it it just fell apart it just bad idea a great idea just not funded on it so bad idea uh, good idea executed poorly right so I went through and started developing a bit of a list of just some of the ones that, you know, I've gone to or one of the other fellows here have gone to that that have some special memories on it. And and really, if they're still in existence, I can't recommend them enough to go check them out. They're definitely, you know, worth a visit. They're a good family place, but also just as individuals, so much fun to go and check out. And these are the ones that you could just run rampant in for so long. Yeah. well, I guess we'll go ahead and start off with, with the one that's kind of near and dear to at least Alan and mine's heart, and I'm pretty sure Dave, too. The defunct, unfortunately. unfortunately. In Damn you, Ten- Gaylord. In Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> Opryland, USA. All right. And I've, so got, some, I've got a little specs go, on each go, one. Go right ahead, because we're, we're yeah. I, I want to apologize up front for anyone who's listening to this because you're going to hear grown men weep yes and and be angry because this is a lot of our childhood even though i and i lived me, in other states this was we would always come home to yep. kentucky every summer and part of that vacation was to come down to nashville right one day out of the vacation and go to Opryland for a full day. And, and oh, you yeah. know, and you know, as as men, that was an we, every year. As men, we have a tendency to to process our emotions differently than, mm-hmm. than women and that kind of stuff. And when it comes to this one, I, I will full on say that when it comes to the emotions that I feel about Opryland closing, I choose violence. Oh yeah, I it's, mean that I, this I, is still anger. I, oh, I choose God. violence. Twenty twenty uh, this year at the end of nine of of twenty twenty two, it will be twenty five years since they closed yes. Opryland. December thirty first, nineteen ninety seven. That's bullshit. <laughs> that is why because we got a fucking mall. That's right. why. Okay, that's I, all I'm, I'm going to say. Okay. I'm point. still craving. Go ahead. Let's talk about the good times. Yeah. I, I'm okay. still yeah. craving my um, my my drinks out of the actual oh, the oh, fruit shake fruit. Yeah. Yes, that was yes. awesome. The, the grape those were the Those were the best tasting drinks. I'm you, we and my oh parents my would only let us get them as we were leaving the park. Yeah. So well, we'd be staring at them all day. So for those of you that have absolutely no idea what we're talking about, Opryland USA was a theme park that was based in Nashville in conjunction with the Grand Ole Opry. Yes. And the idea for And it, General Mills. And Well, no, that came in later. That was <laughs> I the know, original. And the Opryland Hotel. Well, well that, came that came later, later also, too. Yeah. But the idea was that they wanted to give people a, a location to do stuff. So mm-hmm. what they wanted to do was tie in a visit to the Grand Ole Opry, have something for the kids to do, then stay at the Opryland Hotel. So you basically right. didn't have to go anywhere. It was kind of like a, a resort. In some yeah, ways. very much it's, so. Yeah. It was it was initially patterned for a resort. And initially, I, I don't recall who owned it um, from the get-go. It wasn't Gaylord initially. It wasn't it a was, Gaylord. Uh, um, someone else owned it. I and then this, back so. in the early 80s, it was purchased. Uh, uh, sorry, it was originally built in 1972. Right. And Before any of us were here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a year um, before I was here. Right. And uh, as it went through, it was at one point owned by the Mills Corporation, as in General Mills, as in Cereal. And they had so much sponsorship in there to the point where they had the characters from the cereal boxes that were there. No joke. There were like those stand-ups where you go and put your head through and get your picture taken of... Of, of Count Chocula, Count Chocula Blueberry. Blueberry, and Frankenberry. Well, they also had the one that everybody forgets about. I can't, I can't. Uh, fruit Bru- or the Yummy Mummy, Fruit Brute, Yummy Mummy, yeah, and Fruit Brute. They also, but you had the Honey Nut Cheerios, B Tricks Rabbit, Tricks Rabbit. It was yep. all all of those General Mills cereals. They the, had oh, Lucky from Lucky, Lucky Charms. from Lucky Charms. The yes, only so. time Mom would let us eat sugar cereals was right before we'd get ready to come back to Kentucky because you could collect the box tops. Yes, yes, get discount. And yes, and you could get discount. You could. So that was. The only time we ever got like 
fruity pebbles. And, right. Right. And, and no, that was post. No, that was post. Yeah. But, but yeah, like but all that chocolate. stuff. Yeah, I get I We only got sugar sugar cereals and in the, the summer other thing, for the box tops. And yep. the other thing, you know, as a kid, it didn't it wasn't all that important to us, but you know, our parents and our grandparents were really tied to WSM. Yes. Had their their stations based in Opryland. So you could go and watch shows that were recorded both radio shows as yeah. well as television you shows. Could, you could literally go um, and listen to Keith Bilberry, watch wa- him live or on watch air, or watch you know? an episode of Hee Haw. Yes, that was recorded in Opryland yes. Studios. Yes, um, and the biggest thing that came out of that for the longest time, and, and I'm sure you boys will both remember the name of it when I say "I Hear America Singing." Yes. Yep, that was one of their big shows well, that they had going. Not for only that, years. But, but you also have to remember that when the Nashville Network yes came into being, yeah. Their studios was was, in, was there. Yep. I went to Music City tonight a couple of times. Yep. Got ticket. You could get tickets for nothing for Shotgun free, you know? Red yeah. and yeah. I, all that stuff was there. And it's yep. kind of again, you know, we're kind of getting well, into a lot of Roy Nashville. Acuff himself would just walk around the well, park. He owned the property. Yeah, he owned the property. Yeah. He, one well, of the Roy he Acuff used to, used to live like right down the street. He used to sit at the I top mean, of a ride a, called yeah. the Grizzly River Rampage yep. and watch people go by and wave at him. Right. Yep. That's that's what he did. I mean, welcome to Nashville. You don't get more Nashville than looking up while you're getting soaked on a water ride and seeing an Opry member waving at oh, you. Oh, I know, I know. That's just perfect. And, of course, they always, you know, with the whole I Hear America singing, and they had, like, the, oh, they do. They used to have, okay, for those of you who are not from Nashville, okay, if you ever have any, if you think that you are a good singer slash musician, uh-uh. come and hang out in Nashville for, like, I don't know, six hours, and then go home with your tail between your legs. It's often because been said the worst House musician in Nashville is better than the best house musician in pretty anywhere much anywhere else. else. Pretty much, and, and, and I'm not we're not saying, saying that's that to a brag. Arrogant. No, no, it's no, just no. That's because people come here. Like the best yeah. of the best come here. Well, so you would have like these. I hear America singing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 there were these all these like these these. There were mul- there were multiple, multiple okay. shows and multiple oh, yeah. theaters. Theater by the Lake yep, was so. the, was the big one. Yep. and they would always do. They would they they did all the Opry songs. You know, they would do Roy. They would do you know, Wabash Cannonball well, or uh, you know uh, Ride the Train or any of the number the, of these the, old, uh, these old country songs. The yes. bluegrass shed over by yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. So and, and well, let's get into the the actual layout of the park here really quick. So the way the initial layout of this park was, it was out into sections, and each one of the sections was catered towards yes. a specific style of music. So you had more traditional, like Main Street USA kind yes, of bandstand yes. type stuff. You had, and they did. A, they had like a 1950s, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, very, early, you know, that you know type almost of like barbershop band. quartet yeah. kind of sound. They did too. have some of that stuff yeah. as well. Um, they had the 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 rock and roll era of it. They called it the Doo Wah Diddy City. Yes, Doo Wah Diddy City. Um, they had a section that was more on the countryside of it, where you had your rides <laughs> like the Flume Zoom, right? Or excuse me, the Dulcimer Splash. Yeah. That's what it started out at. Yeah, and they renamed it. They got the old Bill Scream, and they had you know the Barnstormer. And, and they had a ton of yeah. different rides. Well, on it. Don't yep. forget the New Orleans area. Yes, that the New huge Orleans area. carousel. Yes. Um, oh, dude, that carousel was amazing. Yeah, it's still in. It's still here in Nashville. They they, they have it. It's been it's been in storage ever since. Mm-hmm. Okay, this thing was built in what the 1930s. Yes, or in Germany. Like yeah, Germans. And when the shop when when uh, Opryland closed, they put it in storage and they mm-hmm. brought it back out at one point and it was down at Riverfront Park for a while. Really? Yeah, for a couple of I remember yeah. that. And then they, they put it back in storage because it was getting damaged. It's still sitting there, yeah. unfortunately. But there and, and again, each one of these were laid out in different areas. Now there were certain rides that are of note. 
And, you know, obviously we, we have such a passion for this. We could gush on every single ride that was the there. The Wabash Cannonball. The Wabash <laughs> Cannonball was. This could be a complete episode. Yeah, it really could. It really yeah, could. absolutely. But uh, the Wabash Cannonball was definitely one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a, a roller coaster. It was a single loop coaster. but It was um, a double loop. Or it was, a, it was a helix. It wasn't yeah, a loop. Yeah. It was a helix. Yeah, it did. Um, but um, it was one of the first coasters in the area on this. Um, I've actually got some notes on these. Let's not forget about the Grizzly River Rampage, yes, which was a raft ride yes. that took you through into a cave where you saw a giant Animatronic, grizzly bear, animatronic bear. Yeah, exactly. That, that stopped working after about the second season. Yeah, <laughs> that Opera Man just had a bad <laughs> habit of having really nice features that that did not last. That would oh, last yeah. two chaos. Years. Chaos. Yeah. Oh, chaos. Chaos. One of the <laughs> so chaos. Um, for, for those of you who don't, know what we're talking about this was one of our first indoor coasters. It was supposed yes. to be kind of designed like Space Mountain. Kind of. Um, but, but it was supposed to be, you wore 3D glasses. You wore yes. 3D glasses. Because there, there was a, there was a, uh, it was this whole sensory overload screen at the, the top, top, very top, the bottom, and, and they never bottom. worked. Right. They never worked. And so the inside circle would go up slowly. Yes. And yep. you're supposed to be watching this show between the two screens on the top With and like on the bottom. Right. bursting. Yeah. And, all and then when you got stuff. to the top, this thing would swing out to the outside and you would go back down outside the, it, in blackout, and you were getting in blackout, and yeah, fast, the, fast, 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 fast. Yeah. The the cars would actually go through projector screens. Yeah, yeah. With different visuals on them, and that's some the whole were creepy. Yes. Some oh, of them were just plain it, creepy. Yeah, but it only lasted for two years, and then it was just an indoor ride in the dark where it was air conditioned, and yes. that's where you would go to cool. Absolutely, off. Yes. absolutely. And there's one other ride that I did want to mention: um, the Screaming Delta Demon. Yes, for a couple of reasons. This was uh, a um, it was a sled ride. Yes, it was a sled coaster. Which was kind of a rare thing. You didn't see that too often. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, basically it is kind of sled. It's a bobsled on wheels. Yeah. That you're riding down. Now the cool thing is this one actually the entire area around it was made up to look like a swamp. Yes. And they at one time had live caimans in that swamp. Yeah. They didn't last very long because people somebody freaked, lost pets. People fried out. Right. But um, the once they pulled those out, but that ride was there for years up until the parks close mm-hmm. um yep. and actually the structure mm-hmm. was there for a long time after the park yes. closed like there was a, there was a before <clears throat> without getting into a whole lot of like into the details here right before um or after opry mills was built and then before the opryland hotel expanded again yeah the Basically, the the Screaming Delta Demon was there for mm-hmm. a good two years. Like you could still see, like it wasn't complete, but you could still see some pieces of the track. Pieces of the track, but yeah. but all of like the um, the outside of it that, that was supposed to look like you know hills or, or whatever it was. Right. All that the was rock there for yeah. All of that was there for years, and then they finally tore right. it down. You're also forgetting about the rock and roller coaster. Well, rock again, and roller coaster. We could spend hours just going on the different rides. Old Mill Scream. These are some of the highlights on those specific ones, yeah, and we may end up doing an entire episode on Hangman on Mills at some Hangman. point. That, that came in at the very that end. That was the very that last ride, very end and it always you sucked. Call, it you call it the worked. Hangman. I call it the Death Knell. Yeah, you know, I've ridden it. People would get constantly get stuck on that thing, and they'd have to get cranes in there to get them off the ride. Not fun. It was a piece of junk ride. So one, the next one that I've got on my list, and again, this is another park that unfortunately doesn't exist anymore right it's very special to me because it was literally oh, right hold on. yes one thing i do want to say about opryland please get out of here and 
thing. You probably experienced the same thing. What's that? That I did. My family would buy season pass. The season pass, the babysitter for the summer. Once we moved in, we did too. That was one of the greatest things because in a very different world, <laughs> they would drop you off at 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. and say, be back here at, at five. 5. Yep. And basically, and basically, a bunch of kids. Running. Literally, it would be like one, of, like a couple of my friends. Well, whoever whoever's mom was, it was like, hey, you you want to go to Opry yep. Opryland? Would pick up everybody and go and drop them off, and then whoever else's mom would come and pick everybody yep. up in the afternoon. And literally, yep. we were dropped off at nine o'clock at the age of ten or eleven years old, and left to run roughshod in that park. And, and you just went. Yep. yep. That was it. You know, and and. I also want God, to miss those days. That uh, <laughs> I was in the park. I would never do that with my kid. No, 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 no. I was pre cell phone days, and I was in the park for the Halloween fire. Oh, I was dude. actually Halloween was yeah. so I, much fun. I was actually on the rock and roller coaster when the fire was happening, yeah. which means the fire. We were right over the top of the fire, like you could feel the heat. Oh, jeez. Nice. Right. Yeah, they, they couldn't get the... They couldn't Completely get the, different time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, go so, ahead. What we got next? Again, the next one, I, I'm not sure if you guys have had any experience with it, but like I said, this one's a special place in my heart um, because it was literally right across the street from where I went to college. Uh, this was in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And it was called Liberty Land. Nope, I've never been there. Liberty Land, it opened in... Uh, never heard of it. October of 76, I, I, and it closed in uh, October of 2005? 2005. It lasted a long time. Well, here's the interesting thing. This was actually owned by the city of Memphis. It's oh, the first okay. time I've ever heard of an amusement park that was owned by was the that city. Near the zoo, it uh, close, close. Okay, yes, yeah, it was over zoo. beside um, the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Mid South Coliseum. So, <laughs> which means it's not a very good part. Of town. Yeah, well, well, no, actually, it, that's one of the better parts of town. Believe it or not, now uh, maybe. Well, no, that's because I went to Christian Brothers and it was literally yeah. right over the street. But the the biggest notable thing about this is that it had. Elvis Presley's favorite roller coaster. Okay. And actually one of the oldest existing wooden roller coasters in the United States. Was it named Priscilla? It was called the Zippin' Pippin'. Uh, there's still some debate on when this was built. If it was built in, you know, t I'm not even, I'm just ignoring you. Uh, if it was built in 1912 or 1917, there's still some debate on okay. it. Um, the whole damn thing was made of pine. Wow. Everything. It's kind of like made the beast. Pine. Yeah. A very bit. very yeah. similar to yeah. it. Um, the construction was considered one of the most historic constructions ever because it's one of the few that was put in at the beginning of the park and stayed the entire length okay. of the park. Well, they that's never cool. changed it. That's cool. Um, and it's believed that Elvis on, what was the date? August 8th, 1977. Yep. When he died. No, he died on August 16th. Oh, Okay. So but he went August there eight, before eight okay. days before he oh, wow. died. Okay. He basically went there and from one a.m. to seven a.m. ran the park roughshod and just continued to run that roller coaster over and over and over again. Hey, when you're the king, you can do that kind of stuff. So, so it doesn't always necessarily end with a bad note, though. Um, the Zippin' Pippin does still exist. Okay. It is in Bay Beach Amusement Park in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And when I read this, I thought this was very, very cool. Not a lot of things that I've read in certain parks are, are the nicest things in the world, but props to my people in Wisconsin for this. If you go to Bay Beach Amusement Park in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and show them a Tennessee State ID, you get to ride the Pippin for free. Nice. I that's thought that cool. was cool. That is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. That's I know several of the rides from Opryland wound up at other amusement parks. Yes. Uh, Kentucky Kingdom, most notably. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, but I will link. Defunct Land has got some great stuff oh, yeah. about this, about where rides wound up well, and everything. There's so also a great website called the RCDB. It's the Rogue okay. Coaster Database. Oh, okay. And that you can search by park, you can search by name of coaster, you can search by all these kinds of things. And it not only shows you where it was in one park, but you know if it got moved or anything like that, where yeah. it ended up. Okay, So fair enough. A great resource. Next one. In Austell, Georgia. Okay. Yes, that's a real town Austin. just outside of Atlanta. Yes. Six, Six flags, flags over, over Georgia. Georgia. Yep. Been here once. I've Open. been there a few times. Oh, many, 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 many times. Called the thrill capital of the South. Yeah, okay. I can't. How many, okay, how many? Sure. How many Six Flags? There was one in Texas. Oh, there was, there was I mean, at, at one St. point in Louis. time there were several. They started yeah. off with just six. Right. Because that was the whole point. Right. That six Flags, six different locations. But um, they've had uh, Great Americas in Chicago. Yeah. They have Six Flags uh, St. Louis. They have uh, they had New Orleans. Yes, they did. Uh, which right. is now a swamp. Yes. Um, uh, six Flags over Georgia. Um, there was actually a couple in Ohio. There was, um, I can't remember, Six Flags something or another that was Geoga Lake. Yeah. But that's folded many okay, times over. Um, but yeah, yeah, they've had several. I think even Magic Mountain. Out in California, I think it was at, at one, one time. Point. I don't know if yeah. it still is or not. Well, the, the other thing about Six Flags, I don't know if you've got this in there, is yep. like they were bought out so many times. They weren't bought out; they were partnered with. Okay, then they, that's what it is. Yeah, like, they, I know they, they were they, like they were with, with Paramount at one point. They so were with Universal at one point. They had sponsorships uh, with them, yeah. but they were not committed to a lot of those. And, and mainly, the biggest one that they had was DC Comics. That was their big one. They had one with Marvel at one point too. Uh, they didn't really. I don't because they, they had an X Men show. Because I remember seeing it. Okay, they. I, I'll have to go back and look, but all mine said DC okay. just because. I know because they had the Superman ride. Superman yeah, and, and the Batman, Batman ride. Batman. Yeah, I, I rode the Batman. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was both in Georgia. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So they they did do a lot with DC, and a lot of those are still there. Um, they've had other partnerships with with different companies, but specifically the one in Georgia. Um, the cool thing about that is they had such established rides outside of that sponsorship. Some of them are still there that are just amazingly good. Yeah. If you're a coaster fan and you've never heard of the Georgia Cyclone or the Great oh, American Scream oh, Machine, yeah, Great American Scream I've Machine, ridden both of them, or Goliath. Yep. The I Great American Scream Machine almost killed me and the person <laughs> I was riding with. I, I've ridden because all we of got them. in the car and we lowered the bar. Yep. And they came by and checked the bar and. It kind of rattled funny when he checked it, and then as we were pulling out of the station, I was able to raise it completely back up. Yep. That's so, never a good thing. And the never girl that thing. was riding with me was way smaller than me. Uh-oh. So the only way I could keep us both in the car is I pulled the bar down. And held it in place. Put my arm around her and then wrapped my arms through the bars and held onto the front of the car. You got her phone number too, didn't you? No. she. We never ended up any... No. Uh, well. <laughs> just I saved her life and she totally blew me off. So. You gave her your heart. She gave you a pen. Yeah. Nerd. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And actually, uh, you, you mentioned Batman. Batman the Ride. Yes. Was one of the first suspended coasters that was down there as yep. well, and a lot of these are still there. Um, there was one that I loved that's been rebranded, and I can't remember what's re-bra- been rebranded too. It's called the the Ninja. Yes, um, yep. and the Mindbender. The Ninja was rebranded several times. Yes, yeah. they were in the process of rebranding it when I was down. Yeah, they and repainted they had, it and rebranded it. They also did the same thing. Remember, they had what was it the the drop, whatever it was, the uh, they would take you up like so many oh, stories, yeah, 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 and yeah. they would drop you. You know, they had a couple of different. Branding. What was the racing well. coaster? Where you they'd like red and blue racers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have a very specific story about Six Flags over Atlanta. Okay. Uh, here we that, go. That you will. 
and Dave actually will remember part something that had to do with this. So every summer, mm-hmm. I don't know when it started, but I know through the 90s, they would have a thing for like, I don't know if it was a week or a weekend. I think it was a weekend. One of the things called Atlanta Fest. The CB, uh, the, the, the Christian music. Christian music. I went twice. I did too. 94. When did you go? Uh, would have been, it may have been actually 94. That's, that's where, that for, for, that's where I discovered Dakota Motor Company. Yes. Was yep. that, that I was, was that the show. year that like, when, like right before Welcome Race fans. And it out. was in that little bitty theater yes. that was tucked in the yes. middle of nowhere. They, 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 they night, then they played on the main stage the next yep. day. Yep. Okay. So they would have where you would go. No, here, here's the thing. For this, they were like, hey, you can come down here and camp. Yep. Okay. So basically, they put you on the outside of the park, back behind the staging areas for everything. Okay. So you have okay. thousands of teenagers just hanging out, just hanging out with nothing to do. Yeah. I'll see where this is going. That, that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> do you remember Fred? Fred. My uh, uh, prosthetic. Burnt skeleton. Yes, yes I That's do. That's where I got Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have Fred's head. Uh, I think you do. I, I remember throwing Fred away because he was worse for wear. Basically, what it was, all of the stuff that they had for Halloween, they yeah. they had like uh, the props and everything was back on the other on the other side of a fence. Yeah, right. Next to our campsite, <laughs> and just so happened to end up in the backseat of your car. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, good. So I wound up with Fred that way. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was also the summer. I remember calling back home, mm-hmm. and my dad telling me that O.J. Simpson's wife had been murdered. Yes. And <laughs> oh, here we go. I remember this. I remember That's this a, I have those two very vivid memories of being in Atlanta in 1994. Oh, I wonder if I can find a white Bronco. Oh, I need a car right, right now. Well, they did bring Bronco back. They did. No, I don't and, want one of the new ones. Well, I can't afford one of the But new ones. that was that was fun though. Yeah. The, the, the camping oh, was, and the experience and they had you know they would have concerts well into the night and Yeah, was, and you were yeah. just exhausted by the Oh time man, I slept so much when I got back home. So anyway, so, the next one going back to Tennessee boys up in Pigeon Forge. Mm. This one went through several names. Uh, initially, it was called the Rebel Railroad yep. back in 61 uh, is when it was created. It was re- rebranded when it was purchased by, of all people, Art Modell. <laughs> as in former owner of the Cleveland Browns, yes, Art, Art Modell. Modell. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it got it and rebranded the Gold Rush Junction. Mm-hmm. I think I remember that. No, uh, then it became in 76, it became Silver, Silver Dollar, Dollar City. City. That that's one, the one you that's probably the remember. one I remember. And in '86, it became Dollywood. Dollywood. Yes. <laughs> I have uh, only been to Dollywood once. I it have, was after the park was I closed. Have, we were there to see Bill Cosby live. Oh wow! Jeez. Wow, that didn't age well. I have never been to Dollywood. Neither have I. I have been to Silver Dollar City though. Okay. Um, again, another church thing. Yeah. Royal Rangers. Which was basically the Assemblies of God's version of uh, Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts yeah. would have their their uh, their what do they call it Camperama up there every year, and people would come from all over the country sure. to it. And so I spent a couple of, of weekends up there over right. the course of you know several years. So much fun. Oh yeah, I mean so much. Well, fun. Well, so uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with Dollywood, and and I don't know what rock you're living under not to know about this one, but. <laughs> Dolly Parton purchased this yes. because she wanted to to give back to the community of Pigeon Forge. One of the at, at remember the time, she's from Sevier County. Yes. Yeah, so one of the poorest a, counties in the yes. state of Tennessee at the time. At the yep. time, she had by her 
her purchase on this has added approximately four thousand people on the payroll just to run Dollywood. Yep, and that is the single largest employer in the county of Sevier County. By the way, through Dollywood, yes, she has almost single-handedly brought back the American Bald Eagle. Yes, through her Bald Eagle Sanctuary mm-hmm. in the park. So, um, and it's nothing unusual. To see her there. To see her there yeah. at all. Just and walking th- around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. checking on stuff. Um, so, real quick, on the park design, there's actually a... Not le- quite like Twitty City, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> see, that was... I almost put that on that's here, but that's, that's not an amusement park. Oh, my um, But, uh, so, it had 11 different areas, or it has, excuse me, that talk about the, the historical eras and culture of East Tennessee, as well as uh, a big part of Dolly Parton's life. Yes. And also, it, her imagination and what yep. you know, the kind of stuff that she generates. Um, it is known for hosting several of the largest festivals in the South. Yep. Not in Tennessee, in the entire Southern nation. Go to Dollywood. Um, as far as the rides go, you were talking. You want to walk back that Southern nation? <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Let me rephrase that one. Thank you. Bad Oops. idea. Oops. Poorly executed. <laughs> In in in, in the I, nation I was of the just, South, I was just going to sit here and see how long it took somebody to figure out. Oh my it God! Out. How am like, I the oh, one that put wow. my foot I know. In my how mouth. you of all of it? Yeah, I'm about to say, isn't that your you're, job? I say, you're you're the most liberal of all of us here. How did you go to Southern Nation? Oops. Anyway, the the rides on this. So let's get, let's talk about the rides for a second. You have the Dollywood Express, mm-hmm. which sounds like a great name for a porn. But uh, <laughs> do you remember the? What, ep- what, why? <laughs> it does. Why? Sorry. Do you after remember that, after the first one you had to come back with that one? Do well, you remember the the live episode of uh, the Drew Carey show where they went to Nashville? Yes. And Pat or and um, uh, Oswald and um, oh, Oswald Harvey. Well, Oswald and what was uh, Ryan Styles and oh, uh, um, you know um, they they were going to go to Dollywood. That yes. was a whole thing, and they and they were making all kinds of like horrible yep. jokes. As I guess, yeah. So anyway, yes. Uh, oh, um, real quick, uh, one of the ones that we talked about on this as far as. Um, Oh, we'll come back to it. Yeah. We'll come back to it. Um, so as far as the the Dollywood, uh, the rides that are in Dollywood that just still, some of them are mind-blowing. We talked about the Dollywood Express, which mm-hmm. is a uh, a full-size steam locomotive. Yes. Uh, one of the few that's still in operation and used daily. Um, the Thunderbird, which is a wooden coaster. Yes. The Blazing Fury, which is an indoor roller coaster. It's, is it chaos? It's it's like a dark ride too. Okay. So, but the one that's the most notable that I think is kind of cool is the Wild Eagle. Okay. Now the Wild Eagle is America's first winged coaster, and okay. I had to look up what that was. Yeah, I wasn't exactly a- sure. Basically, the the carts themselves are eagles that have wings out on the span, okay. and you ride on the span of the eagle. Oh, wing. cool! Yeah, awesome. it's a cool idea. I know that on top or strapped underneath. Underneath the it. I know uh, no. that a couple of Opryland attractions wound up in Dollywood. Yes, it's, uh, I think the Rock, Rock and Roller Coaster might have been yes. one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, and I, now you remind me what I was going to say as far as Opryland. If you're looking for a good reference on Opryland, and I've got a couple of others as we yes. go through some of these, several TV shows, movies, things like that have settings that are taking place in some of these parks. Yes. There is a movie. Uh, Robert Altman had a movie called Nashville, yep. and there is a big sequence in there that takes place in Opryland, and it was actually filmed in the park. You know, you know, you were talking about the steam engine in Dollywood. Yes, we didn't even talk about the three locomotives. 
oh, that yeah, went yeah, yeah, through yeah. the Opera park land, of Opryland. Yeah. yeah. We That's also, how you get around the parks. You, know, you that was jump that on the train. And the, and that the Sky Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also did not talk about the 10 Lizzie's. Again, we could spend uh, forever talking all right. about this. L- show. Let me say this because I meant to say it during Andy Geyser. You talk about Altman and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I can do you one better. Okay. I have the Viewmaster pack. Oh, nice. Fact, when this is done, I will go and pull it out of the box. Nice. It's in there. But yeah, that's how that's how big Opryland was. Yes. Is that Viewmaster actually had reels that like, and they would sell, and they would take the picture reels. and sell you the little point of view. Thing and there was that, yeah, yeah it was like, well, I love that. Anyway, so. all right. So we're gonna move a little further north on this one. Okay, Kings uh, Island. No, no, okay. no, no. We're saving the big one for last. Cedar Point. Holiday World and Splash and Safari. Right, I have Santa never Claus, been there. Okay. Indiana. I've never been there. I have. But being from Kentucky and having moved to Michigan. Yes. And we would have to drive that drive. And I remember seeing the billboards. Mm-hmm. Well, originally it was called Santa Claus Land. Yes. And yes. it was Santa Claus back in Indiana. One of the older uh, parks, actually. This was back in 46 is when it was first created. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize they were yeah. that old. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, the... The park is, you know, it changed over in 84 to be called Holiday World because they wanted to expand outside of just Christmas. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, and the name of the town that it's in is Santa Claus, Indiana. Right, so, right. Um, but, but go ahead. I remember seeing the billboards. Oh, yeah. Driving back and yeah, forth yeah. between Michigan and coming back to Kentucky to go to Opryland and seeing this, you know, Santa Claus. Well, and now I, if you... And wanted to go. And if you live in, go. you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, yeah. Georgia, Arkansas, Missouri, anywhere in that area, know, yeah, you see these commercials for Holiday World and Splash and Safari all the time. Well, and, you know, that's you, one of the You always know when it's about to begin summer, when all of a sudden the Holiday World billboards yep. start popping I, up around the I area. I never heard of Holiday World yeah. until probably the late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. And all of a sudden, they did. They started a media blitz. Like yeah. You wouldn't yeah. believe. It was crazy. Now, I think a lot of had to do is the fact that Opryland wasn't around any longer, so they True. could be the biggest thing in the area. So, And, and in defense, they are about equidistant drive from Nashville to Santa Claus, Indiana, that it is from Nashville to Pigeon Forge. So about three hours. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. So yeah. it's And their big gimmick is... All the drinks in the park are free. Are free. Yep. free drinks, free and sunscreen. no child is allowed to leave crying. Yes, yep. That that's like one of their big thing. If the kids crying, like on the way out, they will the the park employees will come around and do everything. Have the kid laughing before they before yep. they're gone. So so let's talk about the park design for a second. Um, it's actually in four different themes throughout the park. They have one section that's for Christmas, one for Halloween, one for Fourth of July, and one for Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving is kind of yeah, an yeah, odd one, but yeah. I'll say this much: is that where all the restaurants? I was about to say the food over there has <laughs> got to be amazing. Um, and then they, hey, I, I like any theme park that will let me go and eat turkey. And, and, I'm down, you baby. Know, and dressing. I am any there. time of the Forget year. <laughs> I'm spending all day in the Halloween section. Oh, bring me the pumpkin pie. Anyway, um, and then they had a few years back. They added a section, a water park on it called Splash and Safari, which yes. is kind of the entrance to it. Oddly enough, is in the middle of the park. It's not like a separate entrance. You oh, okay. go in to Holiday World to get to Splash and Safari. Uh, you can go through Halloween or Thanksgiving to get into it. And it's more of a, a I know it sounds like a cliche, but it's a safari theme. Right, it has right. a lot of that, you know, kind of jungle-esque kind of look to it. Um, some of the notable rides on it, we'll start with Splash and Safari because it does have some some co- some water coasters on right. it. Uh, it has something called Mammoth and Wildebeest. These are ProSlide hydromagnetic mammoth water coasters. Um, they also have something called the Otorongo, which is actually three separate tubes that are kind of intertwine one another. Mm-hmm. One tube is called Otto, one tube is called Ron, and the other one's called Go. Otto, Ron, Go. 
Um, if and, you say so. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and then when you get into Holiday World, Holiday World, a lot of the rides, when I went, it reminded me a lot of fair rides. Okay. You know, those kinds of, like, the, yeah. the, 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 the corkscrews and the stuff right, like that right, that right. were in there. So you could tell that these were ones that they basically they got... the world. Yeah, they got them, yeah, they yeah, got them yeah. cheap. So, um, uh, but they do have some some established coasters. Um, the Thunderbird, which is a, it's a wing coaster, kind of like the one in um, Dollywood. Yeah. Um, but it's supposed to be off to the Thunderbird's flight. And that's one of the few that's actually, I know it's kind of weird, Thunderbird in Thanksgiving area. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, the Legend and the Raven. Now, I think this will speak to you, too. They're both wooden coasters. One is patterned after the Raven, as in Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe's. I figured that. The other one's patterned after Washington Irving's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Nice. So nice. There. Okay. That's <laughs> I, like I said, spend all day in Halloween. All yeah. of a sudden, I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and when are we going, boys? It's, it's, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, it was a, an interesting thing to walk around this park and see. They really do put a lot of time and effort into the themes of the park. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much the rides, okay. but the themes hey, definitely. All right, we're going to move a little further south now, and this is another one that no longer exists, unfortunately, but it's a very, very special place in my heart. My sister Robin and I have gone there many times when we were kids. It was called, it was in Haines City, Florida, and for those of you who don't know where Haines City, Florida is, it's just outside of Orlando. Okay. It was originally owned by Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey, and it was called Circus World. Yes. I had never heard of this place until you mentioned it before we started recording. So Circus I World. I had heard of it, yeah. but I, I had not I heard of it. It had actually it. been rebranded a couple of times. And if you ever get a chance, read up on this. The story behind this is, is this amazing. in the same town that like all the... Sideshow performers. All the circus people would go to in the off-season. Haines City, Florida. That's where the trains for Barnum and Bailey would go down there there during the winter. So they wanted to create a a place for them to go and still be able to perform during their off-season. So that was the the original purpose for it. Now, it was originally built back in 74. It closed, unfortunately, in 86. So... But twelve year run. It was a good run on it. Originally, it was owned by, like I said, Bing, uh, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey. In eighty two, they sold it to. You want to watch Alan lose his mind? Disney. Mattel. Really, Mattel Toy Company owned it from eighty two to eighty three. Okay. And then please it, tell me they had Masters of the Universe. <laughs> that I don't know. He Man Land, but they did have a lot of the toy stuff there. And then That's right across from Barbie World. Now you want to talk about a hard pivot? Okay. okay. Mattel sold it to a guy named Jen Monahan for, and he owned it for like two years. And then in '86, he sold it to Hardcourt Brace Jovanovich. Now that name might sound a little familiar if you've ever looked at the side of a textbook. The majority of the textbooks used in schools are made by Hardcore Brace Jovanovich. Big production company for school. So it's like, how do you go from a toy company to somebody that makes books? books, I've never even heard of them. All the the curriculum I see at the college is uh, Pearson. I I remember vividly seeing Hardcore Brace Jovanovich on the side of books. Or McGraw-Hill. McGraw-Hill was another big one. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, So... In 86, this got rebranded. It was sold and rebranded um, because, unfortunately, Barnum & Bailey just couldn't confront it anymore. Right. And when it was rebranded, because Florida is known for so many um, spring spring training leagues, right. it was called Boardwalk and Baseball. Oh, that's cool. It didn't last very long. It only lasted, I think, a couple of years, and then they finally folded on that. 
But the Circus World Showcase, this, I, I, this is just amazing to me. It had a 27,000 square foot tent in the middle of the park. Dang. That was used for an IMAX theater, a regular movie theater, concerts. Uh, they would actually have daredevil stunts going on in there. Mm-hmm. They had a, like a nitro circus or something. A thousand seat arena yeah. where people would do circus performances like live tiger acts and elephant acts and equestrian, that kind of stuff. Is this all going on at the same time? Yes. Wow. And here's wow. the no no no. Here's the part that would have tripped you boys out. They actually had people come from the audience to participate in these things. <laughs> Again, we live in a much different world. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who wants to come up and paint the tiger? I would me right here. Let's who, do it. <laughs> who wants to, you know, ride on the trapeze? But you know. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> now they did have a couple of rides that they, they, you know, that were pretty notable. The Roaring Tiger was a, a wooden coaster that was there. The Zoomerang. It was a loop ride. Now, this is the thing that I remember. The Zoomerang was the most terrifying thing I'd ever seen as a kid because you got in this elevator, you went up six stories straight up, got out of the elevator, and got onto the coaster. The coaster was nothing more than a straight shot loop and comes back to a twist. And then you go on it backwards. Six stories up. Six stories off the ground. That sounds amazing, actually. I, was, <laughs> I, would, I can see that being terrifying as a child. I remember though, looking like, up at this thing and seeing it swaying yeah. in the Florida yeah. breeze. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, this cannot be safe. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they also had one called the Hurricane. Uh, it was also called the Florida Hurricane. It was another wooden coaster, and they kind of kept that okay. when they went over to Bardwalk and Baseball. So, Cool. Gotcha. Okay. Anything and to, else? To sum it up. Oh, okay. The biggie. The one that I know all three of us have gone to at least once in our lives. Kings Island. Kings Island. In Mason, Ohio, suburb of Cincinnati. Yep. Opened in 1972, I give you Kings Island. Which was once a place where they made gunpowder. At one point in time, it was Paramount Kings Island. Yes, it was. This has one of my, or I don't know if it's still there or not, had one of my favorite coasters of all times. Oh, it had several. Vortex. Yes. Because re- it had a pretzel loop yep. on it. There's uh, so I remember because you talked about it being Paramount mm-hmm. because they had actually branded one of their roller coasters face off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I remember w- that. When it was like owned by Paramount. We were, I was there in like the late 90s. And, See, and at the time, Paramount still owned Hanna-Barbera. Mm-hmm. So you had the kids oh, yeah. that had yeah, all the Hanna-Barbera, Hanna-Barbera stuff. stuff, which was yep. so freaking cool. Well, that got rebranded back in, I think it's 06. Nickelodeon, strangely enough. Really? Came in and bought out that area and made the Nickelodeon kids area in 06. And then that would in been cool 2010, yeah. that got rebranded again. And you guys may have heard of this, Planet Snoopy. I have not heard of it. No. Planet Snoopy is okay. in Kings Island, Ohio. All Peanuts game. Huh? It's all Peanuts stuff nice. now. So I'm surprised you haven't been there like a dozen times, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I, you didn't know about it until right now, did I you? didn't know about it until yeah. right now. I mean, so, um, yeah, I like my Charlie Brown. Oh, so do I. I'm a huge Charlie Brown fan. Um, now, as I mentioned, some of these have had some, some pretty notable things happen on them from TV, mm. movies, things like that. In 72... Hanna-Barbera produced an episode, or a, a movie, excuse me, called The Banana Splits at Hocus Pocus Park that was actually took place in Kings Island. Yes. I think I actually remember seeing that. In 72, also, The Partridge Family. 
had an episode <laughs> that was filmed in Kings Island. Of course, wow. this is all. It would have been in reruns from. But most notably in '73, the Brady Bunch. Oh wow! An okay. episode I'm, in Kings Island. I know I've seen that one in. I'm, I'm sure I've seen all of those. In, yeah. In '75. Evil Knievel jumped 14 Greyhound buses in the Kings Island parking yes, lot. Yes, he did. He just about killed himself. Yep. <laughs> yep. 133 feet. Yep. As a matter of fact, that record held till 1999, broken by his son. Yep. Now, I'm sure that if we dug into places like Opryland or Six Flags Over Georgia, you're going to find some notable alumna, shall we say. Of course. Well... Listen to this. These are former employees of Kings Island. You might recognize a few of these names. Carmen Electra. Okay. Started her professional career in 90 as a a dancer (laughs) in Kings Island show It's Magic. Yes. Woody Harrelson. Really? Was a woodcarver. Nick Lachey. Yes. I knew he was, he sang. He was part of a quartet. quartet. I knew that one. Yeah. Dan Patrick. Like, Dan, like as in TV, radio, sports ESPN. host Dan Patrick. Wow, Sports Center worked okay. on the uh, the golf course. Okay, and there was a golf course attached to Kings Island, and one that was brought up in one of our previous episodes. Doug Jones started his career. Oh wow! As an actor in one of the shows at Kings Island, doesn't nice. surprise me. He doesn't get enough recognition for what he does. Oh no, phenomenal guy. Um, now, rides. We're gonna save the biggie for last, boys. <laughs> Let's let's build a little suspense here. Mm-hmm. So the first one, no. the bat. Eh. The bat. No, no. This was the first modern day suspended roller coaster in the United States. That's where it started. That's where it started okay. with the bat. Okay. Uh-huh. And I remember riding the bat. The Banshee, the longest inverted coaster in the world, still holds that record. Uh, the Red and Blue Racers. Yep. Was in Kings Island, and these were two twin track coasters. That literally they would release both coasters at the same time and you would yeah. race each other. Now, this is on a wooden track, mind right. you. One would go forward, the one other would one go would go backwards. Yep. Right. And to see who got there first. Yep. Um, the biggest thing about Kings Island that a lot of people don't pay attention to is it actually has a one-third scale replica of the Eiffel Tower right in the middle of it at 314 feet and they said that it weighs in approximately 450 tons. Whoa. But it is to scale of the Eiffel Tower in Paris. And I know this because I've, I've had a very magical moment at the top of the Eiffel I Tower. I not need to know anymore. No, I won't, <laughs> give, I won't give details and I won't give names, but it was... Uh, it I, don't, was I don't know why you're talking about that. We got one of them down there in Paris, Tennessee. Yeah, but it's a lot smaller. <laughs> a lot smaller. <laughs> and boys, I would be remiss if we talked about Kings Island and we did not bring up the beast. At one time, the longest, wooden roller, fastest, yep. oldest, and best wooden coaster yep. in the world, the beast. Yep. That's what everybody, I, that's what Kings Island was known. And People tallest. talked about the yep. beast all the time. I, I both loved and hated the beast at the same time. I loved the ride. I loved the speed of but it. it shook you like a bullet. Oh, well, oh, it, it was terrible. It man. wasn't the shaking. It was the fact that that car had a small, like, three-inch separator yep. that only came out, like, 
four or five inches. Just enough to poke you in the back. Just uh-huh. enough to break your ribs mm-hmm. from the shaking of the coaster. Yep. I I was sore for weeks after yep. riding that stupid thing. So and then there was Son of the Beast too. Yeah, well, Son of the Beast actually yeah. got removed later on to uh, build up. I believe it was the Banshee. Yeah. I actually rode Son of Beast. Yeah, Son and of Beast. Son of Beast was good. Yeah, Son of Beast was good. But my favorite still Vortex. Vortex that, was amazing. That pretzel loop yep. where you would go in. And you would go loop, and you would go loop, and you would come right back out through it, through it on right next to the track that you went into the loop on. Yeah, it was really. They were cool parallel. Watch. It nice. was. It would twist nice. your mind. So here's a couple of specs on the beast here, boys. It at one time, and keep in mind these are always subject, but I believe the beast still holds a few of these records. Yep. It was the tallest coaster in the world at 110, or the tallest wooden coaster at 110 feet tall. Right. Had the longest drop on a coaster at 141 feet. Fastest wooden coaster in the world at you ready for this? Sixty-four point eight miles an hour on wood. wood. And you felt every one of those planks. Every and splinters. one of those. And planks. it was the longest wooden coaster, longest track yep. on a wooden coaster. Now, it is listed at seven thousand three hundred sixty-three feet. How good's your math, boys? It's a mile. It's That's a, a mile, mile and a half. Yeah, it's over a mile. I knew that. That yeah, is a so mile and a like half a track. 5,600 and... 5,240. That's right. But that's a mile and a half a track, and they estimated it that it took anywhere between five to six minutes to ride the coaster. Yeah. And that's start to finish. Yeah. Yep. And, and Not was, to mention that it went underground. Yeah. You know? It was just long enough to break exactly three ribs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, but it's true. Uh, it was one of those rites of passage. If you oh, went absolutely. to King's Island, you had to ride that was, the And that was a, every time somebody would say something, oh, I'm going to King's Island this summer, we're going to ride mm-hmm. the beast. That was always, yeah, always yeah. a thing. And I distinctly remember, as I said, I was up there on a band trip in high school. I know. Shut up. Um, hey, we, there's 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 two of us being geeks right, in the room. Fair, he can fair, shut up over fair. there. But uh, we went and we were there till the park closed, and we were actually there a little bit after the park closed because I rode the beast at ten minutes after the park had closed. After they had shut off all the lights. Oh wow! I bet now, that was awesome. Oh my god, it was terrifying. I know. That's Absolutely what I'm saying. It was awesome. terrifying. <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about or are not familiar with it, it is a wooden coaster, as I said, and it is. Just an epic coaster, but it also you only can see about maybe ten or fifteen percent of the mm-hmm. track from anywhere else in the park, and that's because it weaves in and out of an entire forest of trees. Yes, yes, it does. So you have no idea what's coming when you get on this coaster. You can't tell until you're on this coaster, and then once you're on this coaster, you're praying to God you survive, mm-hmm. because it's just it's such a a. Re- ridiculously wrong experience. Everything about it feels wrong. A wood, oh, so right. A wooden coaster should not go this fast. A wooden sh- coaster should not take this long. A wooden coaster should not, you know, do these things. And you could tell when you go around turns, you'd feel that wood just give oh, a know. little bit, a- just kind of sway with you. And you're going, please let me get off this thing alive. But yes. And with my ribs. Oh, yeah. With my ribs. Yeah. Praying to God, I'm still in one piece, you know, yeah. preferably a functional one. But that is, you know, one of the best memories that I had of that trip was to riding the coaster 10 minutes after the park had closed. Once they shut the lights off, it was just oh, epically good. Nice. I have one little addendum. Please. Um, and I think I, I said something to you guys before we started recording this. Neither one of you knew what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. There was a place. 
I don't know that it's still open. Right. Um, even looking at you know its Wikipedia, it says that it was under contract three years ago to sell, but I, it doesn't. Yeah. There's a place in um, Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Okay. I've been to Maggie Valley. Ghost Town in the Sky. The ghost yeah. town in well, the sky. I don't remember seeing any signs for it while I was over there. There was, it, I think now it's called Ghost Town Village. It used to be called Ghost Town in the Sky. I've only been there one time. Right. Um, Mid-ish 90s somewhere, okay? And it was one of those things that, like, you know, you go to Gatlinburg, and mm-hmm. it's, like, not that far. Like yeah, maybe, maybe maybe an hour. If that. I mean, you know, type yeah. thing, you know, over into North Carolina. That, that right. also happens to be where... Um, Cherokee, North Carolina. It's, like, all around through well, the area, you know. Well, that Wheels Through Time Motorcycle yeah. Museum is. Um, there's nothing really spectacular about Ghost Town in the Sky because it really is. It's like an old west town, and they will have like shootouts, you know, and they have a train, you know, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. It's one of those type places. It, it's an interstate. Yeah, it's and one now of those they places have, where they draw you off the interstate because we believe, had one in Kentucky called Guntown Mountain. Yeah, I believe the word you're looking for is tourist trap. Yes, yes. Now exactly. they did have rides, but they weren't anything for like there wasn't like a it was like one of those mobile carnivals in a lot of ways through yeah. and just set up yeah. shop pretty and much never left. The thing that I remember the most about it is that because this is on a mountain, you had to ride a ski lift to get yep. up to it. That's yeah. okay. Guntown Mountain. And you get up there and then you walk around this town. And of course, you know, they have all this kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Over in the little the quote unquote park area. Right. They again it really did look like one of the little carnies that, yeah. that goes around, you know. And they had one of the pirate, the ships, you know, that swings back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was right on the edge of the mountain. Oh, my now, God. Now, it didn't swing out over the mountain, but it swung out enough a long ways <laughs> to where it was like, if you like, because I did, sit on the end. Yeah. When you go all the way up to the top, you're looking straight down the mountain. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank Which, you. I'm good. Yeah, I saw. I, I, fi- I thought I found it rather fun, but you know, I, I, I saw a video recently of one of those pirate ship rides about yeah, to go over. I know, I know, and never it's like, again. I, I kind of wondered, like years later, I was like, ah, you know, with erosion and different stuff like that. I was like, I bet that was not exactly the safest no, thing in the world to be doing. Not even close. Uh, but yeah, but that was uh, again, you know, one of those little small places that you hear well, about, you know, especially like you said, you know, you're traveling. And you, you go, oh, look, yeah. there's this. And now that you've mentioned you the get, gun, the, I remember seeing that sign in Up Kentucky. in Cave City, Kentucky. Yeah, okay, yep. yeah, and you, it's one of those places. things where you'd be running down the interstate and you'd be looking for you, a place to lunch. Right. Close to Dinosaur World. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dinosaur exactly. World. <laughs> exactly. But you'd pull off the interstate to get lunch and then this thing would be sitting right there where the kids would all see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh. Well, and, and there was all kind of like, you know, like uh, Stone Mountain, yes. Georgia. You know, oh. there's not a whole lot there, but they do like you could ride the train. Yep. And part of that was that it would stop at this old west, and they would have a shootout, yeah, you know, and all this kind of stuff. See, but, and yeah. and anyone that knows me or knows anything about me knows how much I love tourist traps. Yep. I am such a fan of the cheese ball tourist traps throughout the United States, and and for any of you that share the same passion that I do, there's a great website, and I'm going to give them a shameless plug here. <laughs> it's called RoadsideAmerica.com. Okay. If ever you are planning a road trip and looking for some really strange stuff to see and do, you can't go wrong with Roadside America. You can search it by state. You can search it by city. You can search it by locations. I will literally spend hours on this thing just deep diving if I have to take a a road trip anywhere and say, okay, well, I've got to go here and got to check this out and all this other stuff. It came to to play when um, the infamous Amy and I I took a road trip to Knoxville mm-hmm. um, very early on in our dating career. And um, 
I think you call it a career. Well, you know, it's a commitment, damn it. So we went to Knoxville. And for those of you that are unaware, in Knoxville in 1982, that's where they held the World's Fair. Right. And there was a lot of different stuff that was there. I the, went to the 82 World's Fair. Yeah, the Fair. Sun Sphere yeah, the and Sun all that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the hotel oh, that we were- a bunch of wigs in it now, so it's like- Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the, Sm- <laughs> the Simpsons episode, too. But um, I went to the, you know, our hotel was right on the grounds from where the 82 World's Fair was. Uh-huh. And as we're checking in, I walked around the, the, the desk and I happened to look off to the other side and I came to a dead stop. Eyes bugging out of my head, mouth agape. I had to reach over, grab her and say, do you see what I see? The world's largest Rubik's Cube oh, wow. is still in okay. the hotel in Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, that's cool. And still functional. Yeah, well. It's it's just one of those things, you know. Well, if you go to see that, just keep going east and you can go see the world's largest cast iron frying pan. Yeah, no, it's at the Lodge. Oh, Loge? Lodge in uh, uh, South Pittsburgh. The at the Lodge manufacturer. Okay, I was heard it called Loge. But all right, um, he's gonna hit me. I know potato, potato. Yeah, well, and I remember distinctly when I was cast iron <laughs> with a large back of the head. Nice. <laughs> when I was in uh, Las Vegas, still we, not as good as a napkin dispenser. We did a trip from uh, <laughs> from Las Vegas, Nevada, to go to the Grand Canyon, uh-huh. and in the process, I went to Bedrock. Oh, nice! They and it doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. But out, in, literally, in the middle of the desert, someone had constructed a one-to-one scale of Bedrock of Bedrock from nice. the Flintstones. And yes, I did slide down the neck of a Brontosaurus. And yes, I did sit in the car <laughs> at the drive-in and watch an episode of the Flintstones and picked up a Brontosaurus burger. It, it sounds cool amazing. to me. I mean, yeah, that's a, it sounds like... So I, at the drive-in, when they brought you your food, did the car flip over? No, yeah, unfortunately, just, no. Yeah. Because that, that's a know, liability. Yeah, that, that's one of the things, like, I I love these little pieces of Americana. Yes, it's, well, it's same just how you get, you know, it's like... It's not just, you know, yeah, you know, we can talk about Disneyland oh, yeah. or Disney well, World yeah. or, or can we not Hershey but, Park? Yeah, Hershey, oh, yeah, yeah, Hershey, Hershey Park, Park might be a, yeah. but it's one of those things that like, you know, that's kind of your everybody talks about those. You know, or those. Universal Studios. There's nothing or, or whatever it is, yeah, you know. There's it's nothing like, unique about those. Exactly. You know, there, no no one is going to come out and tell you the story of that park. Right. And odds are they're the guy that you know opened it. And all of these little places that we've talked about all have a story and they all have something unique that yes. is that is regional, you know, very, very yeah. regional to them. It, it's and something this country's loss is the regionalism. And well, that, I, that was part of what made yeah. everything kind of unique. Right. Well, and that's one of the reasons why I encourage all of our listeners to go check out Roadside America and see some of these places and go and visit them and go talk with the people. I mean, you'll find out so many different backstories about just the areas and the places and the weird randomness. I mean, one of my favorites when we went to, for those of you that don't know Tennessee very well, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, it's a very big tourist area. Very. It's gotten huge in the last couple decades. Absolutely. They've almost ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's massive, but it. At a time, I don't know, I hope it's still there, it had the Salt and Pepper Shaker Museum, which oh, sounds man. boring as hell until you go in there and you're looking at it going, my mom had those. Wait, my grandmother had these. <laughs> I remember my aunt having those, and I spent almost two and a half hours in this place. I stole a set of those from that restaurant. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just, it was so course, fascinating. They to also, those. you know, have uh, in Gatlinburg, they have the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Yes. Uh, they also have a, an aquarium like the... 
like the huge aquarium. Yeah, the Ripley's Aquarium. Ripley's Aquarium. You know, it, there's different. There, there's Guinness, all kinds of the Guinness stuff. Book of World Records stuff. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's all kinds of stuff but like that you, around. They're a little tour- touristy. You know, it's but really they cool. still have some uh, of the original ones. Yes, like, right. What, like what's the haunted house? Yeah, that's what I say. Not the Ripley's. The mysterious Mansion. Mysterious, mysterious Mansion. Mysterious Mansion or is um, awesome. Uh, 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 Hillbilly Golf. Yes, is another Hillbilly Golf. You're literally playing golf on the side of a hill. Right. And it's little. It's little. The World of Illusion. Yes. Oh, that one of those was up there. You know. That's this is also again. If you've never been there, you're like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But it's it's but every I've, little tourist it, it, tourist I, little place that you've ever wanted to, and the gift shops are, are amazing. Ama- oh my god! Yes. And the, the only the, place the that, Chinese stuff. Yeah, the only yeah. place that rivals their airbrush game is Panama City Beach. Okay, so, <laughs> the, so when we used to drive through Gatlinburg, we we played a game. It was you know every time you saw an airbrush shop or a pancake store, oh, yes. or airbrush pancake or knife store, yes, or old western photo place. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, that's another. I one. Have a photo of me and my dad that was well, taken in do. Gatlinburg. I one have, of those old West Plains. I have like three or four. Of I know. Those. I know. It's but yes, I would encourage all of our listeners. You know, hey, hit us up on Discord. Send us emails. Let us know some of the places that you remember. Some of the yep. parks that you yep. visited that are that special to you. And you know, obviously Disney's going to be special to a lot of people. We know that. Right. Universal's going to be special to a lot of people. We know that. But I want to hear about like Lake Winnipesaukee. Yeah. Or little you bitty know, places that just those places that you just you cannot get away from. Um, the ones I, that you went to every summer. Right. Exactly. Or every other summer. The ones that usually had giveaways to get you in the door. Right. You know. The one that you could only eat sugar cereals during the summer, so you can collect right. the boxes. Yeah. And, and that the, was that was like, say you know with, with uh, going back to the Opryland because you could you could collect those box tops. Yeah. yeah. They also had they eventually uh, introduced what they called the tricket. Yep, which was a three day pass. Three days, yeah, you know, and which was, was based off the tricks rabbit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but it was really cool because it was it was a better deal to get that than it was to get a one day pass. Yep, to go in there. So. Yep, and people would wear it out, man. I mean, it's my parent, my dad just finally sold an RV that he had had for a long time. Now we didn't have it when I was growing up. He bought it, I don't know, fifteen ish years ago, and mm-hmm. it's been sitting for a long time. But one of the it was a one of the things that was on the back of that RV. Or actually, what what on the sticker. back? It was on the front. Was the the uh, no the uh, parking pass? Oh, nice! Yeah, they would have like the little parking passes, yep. and it would yep. have the year, like what year it was it was good for. I remember that. And it had like three of them on there from like the mid eighties. It was I, so awesome. So <laughs> before when 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 Opry Lane closed, they had a a big sale where they were trying to sell off a lot of their memorabilia in the, the parking lot. And I actually went over there because at the time I I lived practically across the street from there. I lived right. in, you know off Donaldson. of uh, Pennington Bend. Yeah. But um, I remember distinctly, and I still have it somewhere, a miniature stein, like a beer stein that's mm-hmm. about the size of a shot glass that is an Opryland USA stein. I know, I know. And there's a, there's actually great, uh, and I'm sure that there are other ones for, for different parts. Ten years ago when I was doing the flea market, mm-hmm. one uh, we would do consignment stuff for people. They would sometimes like have things. They're like, I, you know, I don't want this anymore, but I don't really know how to sell it. You know, So we would you know, do it on consignment or whatever. Right. One of the things that we had for sale that we took to the flea market that did not last past the first half day that we were there. And I can't remember the exact name of the shop, mm-hmm. but it was the sign for the apothecary shop. That oh, was I remember. It was a candy Opera. store. Yes. I remember we that. We had the actual sign. Nice. That was on the wow. bill, like uh, that was attached to the front of the building. Nice. That we, that, Somebody and, jumped on that immediately. And there's, of, yeah, there's a there lot are people of people who uh, collect a lot of that. Well, stuff. there's a lot of I groups mean, on like Facebook and stuff that you know 
pay tribute to a lot of these these fallen amusement parks. Yes, like I said, parks. Defunct Land. Yeah. You go, you know, um, the, the, that expedition, you know, the, I, I, I'll link to us. Defunct Land especially. Yeah. I'm just It hits you in the feels for a lot of things. To so. this day, every Monte Cristo I buy at whatever restaurant is still compared to that restaurant in the New Orleans area. Yes, yes. That had that Monte Cristo because well, that was the best one ever. Well, the, the infamous Amy, as, as I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about her on, on this podcast before. And she's been on this podcast. Well, it's, it's from Detroit. <laughs> right. from the Detroit area. And one that her and her mom share a lot of memories of was one called Bablo Park. Okay. Or Bablo Island. Excuse me. Bablo Island. I had no idea what this was. And when I went up to visit, her mom actually still has a framed uh, poster for Bablo Island nice. and said she wouldn't part with it for love or money yeah. because it was just that's that's what it was. And and we actually, one of our early dates, watched a YouTube video of somebody going and visiting Bablo Island and seeing all of the structures that are still there and a lot of the ones that aren't, which was so much fun. Yes. yes. Um, you know, and again, I, I really, I, I I'm, I'm crying out to you guys to tell us these things because I love these stories right. and I love any of the information about any of these these parks or you know locations that you remember as a child or you remember as a road trip or you and your buddies went to go check out or you know anything along those lines that that either aren't there anymore or carried such a memory for you that you want to share those memories I would really encourage you to do so. You know, send us on Discord. Absolutely, email hey, us. Drop you know? stuff in the Discord over this. Man, Absolutely, this yeah. so much. Yeah, we you know, love anything all along this those stuff. lines. You know, send it to us, and you know, Alan is going to post up a bunch of the the links on these things. Links, yes. And I know that there's probably hundreds of other parks that we didn't touch on. I apologize about that. We're trying to keep these. <laughs> you know, we we don't want a 16 we, hour long podcast. We, we so. did go a little bit of like stuff that. We either went to or had the opportunity yes. to to visit. Like yeah. I said, this this episode was very regional, and uh, but but I, you even know, it's, though it's regional, it still carries for I mean, whatever hey, part of the country we went. Yeah. We went from Florida to Ohio in oh, this yeah. in this thing. So I mean, that's pretty and over to North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, the, but I'm talking about any anything yeah. between that. That's a large chunk of, yeah. of the country that we just covered. Yeah. So I mean, we could have. And I know there was Cedar Point. Yeah, Cedar Point. We've never been one. there. Yeah, I personally, I've never been to Cedar so, Point. Honestly, I, I, I wanted to go, yeah. but I started looking at their height and weight requirements. Yeah, that's a, that's 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 difficult. Well, we didn't talk <laughs> about we didn't talk about Beach Bend. Oh, Did you ben, know that was a, yeah. Beach Bend is one in Bowling Green, Bowling Green where I went to college. Now, to be fair, Beach Bend was more of a raceway. For its raceway, they added the park to it, right? To and it was. For the yeah. kids to have something to do I've, while they're doing it, I've, you know? honestly, I've and never, still there. I've right. never been to the park side of it. I've always been there for yeah. either the car shows or the drag racing. I've been to the park side as well as the the drag race side of it, and it's again, it's like one of those little carnivals that pops up on the side of the road, right? But right. it's a permanent structure for them, and they're always there. And it's just that that kind of weird nostalgic feeling to sit on like a, a tilt-a-whirl or the a, zipper the zipper and yeah. you know i nope. rode the zipper once i swore i would well, never get back on that thing again going back to cape city i think that we, uh, the last wigwam village is yep. still there oh, which yeah. was a motel that were well, that was built back in the fifties. That were built like teepees. In, dinosaur World, yeah, yeah Dinosaur World is still there. there, my, there a, my in-laws actually honeymooned at Wigwam Village in nice. K City. Very there was cool. in in used to be. I'm sure it's not there any longer. But there used to be one of those in Gatlinburg, also. Yeah, yeah. You know, this, no, there yeah. were there were several of them. Oh, they were, were built across, across the, right, I know, the like, U.S. But I think the last still operating right, right. set of those is in Cave City, Kentucky. That's uh, cool. That's very cool. Which is right there with 
Guntown Mountain. Guntown, Guntown Mountain, Mountain and the dinosaur world and it's it's yep. no ghost town in the sky. It's it's <laughs> none, okay. You were. Talking, I'm sure they're probably the exact same thing. There is one. Yeah, more than there likely. is one that I, I have some very good friends of mine, uh, Dave and Dina Pendragon, that live in Concord. North Carolina, uh-huh. and one memory that they've always shared with me is apparently there was a park in North Carolina that was based off the Wizard of Oz, Ooh. and it completely went just decayed, derelict. Right, but the 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 yellow brick road is still there. Oh, that's good. And every year, once a year, they will open up that park and let people walk down the yellow brick road. You talk about defunct theme parks. Yep, that were in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Remember the name i can't remember i can't pull it off the top of my head i'm hoping one of you will the one that jim and tammy faye baker had that's heritage usa <laughs> Heritage USA. that's what it was yeah. heritage usa and that, that actually started my fascination with defunct amusement yes, parks yes. And, and, uh, and you know theme parks by seeing the fact that that built those buildings were basically untouched right they sat there for decades and just yeah. got completely wiped away by you know sea air Yep. Just destroys paint jobs. Right. So <laughs> that and moss, you know, get, was everywhere on this. Get your cry hankies here. That's right. Oh, <laughs> oh, bad. Well, and another one, you Just know, thinking about mascara running down the face. It's like, well, <laughs> that, that's like that's like Twitty City that got yeah, bought uh, out by yeah. the Trinity, Trinity Broadcast, Broadcast yeah. with uh, Easter Egg Head. Yeah. Um, was it a. Uh, uh, oh, what was her? What was her name? I can't remember. The pink I have a lady. funny story about that. I'm oh, not gonna I tell have, it on air. I have several. But, it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, Jan and um, um, oh, what was his name? Last name was Crouch. Uh, that ran that forever. Uh, anyway, if you so. drive by Twitty City in Hendersonville, Tennessee, at a certain point during the day when the sun's setting, mm. you can still see where they had offset the bricks in the walls around Twitty City, where it still says "Hello, darling." I know. Yes, I know. I know. Which I know. Is still special place in my heart. You still got the House of Cash up there too. You know. Yeah, but um, one last one before it's we close to the public now. Yeah, but, it has been for years. But um, we were talking about defunct ones that are in the Carolinas, and, uh-huh. and I'd mentioned this one to you guys off air. But um, there was one that was called Hard Rock Park. Oh, yeah, you were talking about and, uh, it. Sound it, like, it sounded cool. It later got branded as Freestyle Music Park. Yeah, right. I know. That's a much lamer name. Yeah, it really is. But um, this was owned by Hard Rock Cafe, and it, I found out it was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, wow. Okay. And they had developed this park and opened it up, and it was literally everything was hard rock oriented. They had punk. They had metal. They had all this other kind of stuff that was going. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This This is like our happy place. This is our nirvana. And I think Nirvana was they were in there. probably yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> but um, it didn't last very long. And then they, they, I think they, I think this was right around the time that I, um, Hard Rock went bankrupt. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, they sold that. off everything, yeah. and then they rebranded it, and they just never could make any money off of it. So it just kind of died off. But it le- was left abandoned for a long time. This may sound as heresy for me to say this, but I've never been to Myrtle Beach. Neither have I. I have been. Yeah. That because, was seems like especially because, in this area. That was such a. It was a passage for so many years. It was, it was like, oh, because, we're going to Myrtle Beach. It was because like Daytona. Of band. Yeah. It was because of band. We went down there, did a parade, and then we spent the entire weekend basically tearing up the Aussie strip down. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, that's, as you do. As you do. You know, riding the, the roller coasters that shouldn't be standing right. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Winning the little mirrors with like the MTV, with like Dokken, yeah, yeah, exactly, Metallica, <laughs> and the Coke mirrors, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yes, please come online, share these memories with you. If uh, if you like any of that's these, that's all those little carnivals are great for: coke mirrors and roach clips. <laughs> Kids win them, <laughs> and big, big, big stuffed animals that you're never going to win. No, no, yeah. those 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 things are all rigged against you. Well, and that was all rigged. talking about Opryland. Opryland had that whole section that was oh, nothing but all the, the carnival games. games. I know, yep. and I yep. lost all kinds of money. On oh those my things. god, I can't tell you how many times I lost money on those stupid basketball ones. Well, yeah, overinflated basketball. With, yep. the, the with a bent undersized hoop. hoop. One, yeah. Once high school happened and I had my season passes, you know, I had a ton of friends that would work at Opryland, mm-hmm. and I never legitimately won any prizes, yeah. but I walked <laughs> out of there with prizes. One of my uh, one of my exes worked there for mm-hmm. actually. I think she was there. My sister almost there all the way up until they closed. Wow. So, yeah, it was. Uh, Do you remember the the carts where you would fill the bottles up with the different? levels of colored sand. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. My sister she was basically the yeah, manager yeah. for that those two carts. Nice. So. Well, and see, these. you ask anybody that grew up in Middle Tennessee from like 74 all the way up into the 90s, and they have some kind of... 72 to 97. Yeah, some kind of an experience with Opryland. Absolutely. They loved it or they hated it, and honestly, it's far more love than there was hate. You know, I had family that lives in in Indiana mm-hmm. and you know they would come down every couple of years and that was always a thing it's like well, one day yeah. we're, we're going to operate and how many day. people came down after the park was closed that were so angry that that, that was where they planned their vacation yeah. they wanted to I come know. down for this park you know, and it wasn't there anymore and, you know, and there well, been, the, the amount of people around here that they started their jobs oh, yeah. at Opryland. Right. First, oh, well, right. I mean, I was, I was trying to look that up. I know Kathy Matea got her job. Oh, yeah. Was there. Yeah. Um, I well, what's say, the name? Uh, I'm just talking about was, regular people. What, what was the, the 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 dancer? She was married to Richard Marks at one time. She was in Cynthia. Oh, Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, Cynthia Rhodes. Cynthia Rhodes. Not Rothrock. Me. Cynthia Rhodes was from Nashville and yes. started out there. Yes. Like, yeah. Dancing. And like, yeah. So. She was in uh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, again, please share these memories. And if you are familiar with any of these ones that we We've talked about and want to talk about them. You know, come on there and, and hit us up and tell us, hey, I remember riding the Wabash Cannonball, or I remember mm-hmm. standing on that bridge over the Old Mill Scream and getting soaked. You got soaked more on the bridge than you did. Oh God, yes. the ride. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. And, and you know, I remember trying. And that you, was always a school field trip. Usually, see, end of the year, sometime. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna go to Opryland on such and such day. You know, blah blah blah. And you'd well, go to the McDonald's over there by Opryland yep, yep. that had the radio station yep. in it. Still WMAK or WMAC. Still has it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. WMAC, and then you would go over to Opryland, and they would just turn you loose. Well, yep. what you'd do is you'd go over the Old Mill Scream, get soaked, then run over to the Barnstormers, ride the Barnstormers to yes. get dried off, or the swings to go yep. get dried off. Yeah, see, I would that, do the that swings. That was the Tennessee Waltz. The Tennessee Waltz. Waltz. Because yes. there was no way I was getting on the Barnstormers. <laughs> I love the Barnstormers. <laughs> Three cables. Loved them. All that held that plane yeah, to that. that thing was awesome, too. 50 feet up in the air, and yep. you were spinning around in a giant plastic oh. plane. And, and are, we, are, we gonna, are we going to, uh, to just completely... Gloss over the petting zoo. Oh, well, not only the petting zoo. Do you remember the rafts? Yes, like Monkey Island yes. out there. Yes, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. It's a. So, I, mean, I think yeah, most of us had our first experience with live animals that were not our pets at the petting zoo. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was yeah. like, yeah, it was one of those things. It was, like, it was the, just a, such I'm a sorry. cool little place. And that, that weird little store that where you would go in and get your picture made on the magazine cover. Oh yeah, no. The well, let's not talk about as the angle in. As you were saying, let's not forget the angle in. You call it the angle. Yeah, you call it the angle in. We call it the Tilton Hilton. It was kind of like the mystery spot. So if you go on YouTube, there are videos still on YouTube of people going through the Angle yes. Inn. Yes. And it's hilarious. Watching what was the, the what was the 
it wasn't a teacup, so it was a little deuce coop. That's yeah. what it was oh, called. It was, the, it was okay. indoor teacups. That's, that I was had my, one of my worst injuries. I got deuce so sick on that. That was no, one of my no, first no. ride-induced vomit yes. sessions. I never got sick, but oh. okay, so for those of you who don't my know. My equilibrium's terrible, so that was. The oh. little deuce coop was a teacup ride, but it was in this giant dome building yes. that was blacked out. Yes, it was. And they would turn the lights out and have strobe lights go on while you're riding this thing. And playing 50s music. Playing yes. 50s music at full volume. Like it's volume. It, it was an epileptic seizure. Oh, it was a seizure happen. waiting to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if this amp goes up to ten, the the little deuce coupe was sitting somewhere around eighteen. Yes, yeah. it was. So, Absolutely. but to get in, and because they didn't want anybody sneaking in the doors, the exit doors on these places always had these springs yep. that would hold them in place to snap them back in place when you know somebody exit. Well. Your hero over here was a dumbass kid. Hard too. Was a dumbass kid and was walking out and wasn't paying attention, and the door snapped back and broke my nose. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ow. I, Tin Lizzie's was a big one for me. Oh, Tin Lizzie's were my, because that's where my my grandmother. <laughs> my Apparently, we're doing, a whole, we're doing a whole episode dad, about sorry, Opryland. You're, you're now, getting so. it. <laughs> hey, my you know my grandmother. That was my mom's mom. That was one of her favorite mm-hmm. things because she could just get on it and ride because. When the Tin Lizzie's first started, they were on like railroad tracks. Yeah, they had so, a, a rail that they kept. Everything well, no, on they had actual had railroad tracks. Oh, I remember right. this as a kid because I don't ever remember that. They would let. I me, remember having that one rail and yeah, that came was, later, yeah. so that you could bump it back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. They that came the, later. The rumor was always that there was a place on there was one spot that you could like you jump cut it, it hard over. enough. Yeah, yeah I remember well, that. Yeah. What what happened is because it was on like railroad tracks at first. You know, it didn't matter how you steered it. The it steering wheel didn't around, work. It right, just take right. you around. You just right. had the pedal that would make right. it go or or stop. Slow down. So up. my grandmother would always let me ride. What actually happened is. One of them, the steering wheel worked, and somebody jumped the track, and that's when they reworked it and put the rail in the middle. <laughs> okay, that's how it worked. Man. That's okay. how it worked. I, I I cannot tell you how many memories I have of the thin of the Tin Lizzies. My best one though is still the Rock and Roller Coaster. Not so much for the ride, but where it was located was right beside the pizza joint. Yes, it was. That yes. you, when you're riding this coaster, you were smelling you this that pizza. Oh, yeah. oh. oh my god! It was. Oh, Funnel cakes. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, the yeah, smell yeah, yeah, yeah. of funnel cake. Opryland like... is a big reason why I'm a fat kid. <laughs> it's because of the preach, funnel brother. cakes. Preach, brother. Preach. Oh man, that 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 I'm I miss Opryland. So. I mean, oh, this... and you remember like the uh, the rope, like where you could go and like you climb. Oh, you're talking about the playground area. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the big like you could like. I mean, it was because like, that's where all the go. General Mills characters. Yeah, was. it was a rope yeah. ladder. I mean, it was like it was huge thing. I mean, it was yeah. They had a ball pit. Yeah, I mean, it was just... Well, and, yeah, you know, and and this is not just thrill rides. I mean, they had this beautiful carousel that we talked about. Mm-hmm. But the thing was that they would take the carousel was actually out on the lake. Yes, yes. So you had to walk out the bridge to get to it and ride this thing. One around. of the things we didn't talk about though is that because you had Opryland and then you had the Opryland Hotel right next to it. Yes. Yep. Eventually, Gaylord brought the General Jackson to town. Yes. Which was a, you could legitimately go over and get on this riverboat and ride the Cumberland River all the way to downtown Nashville. It would dock at Riverfront. You could get out, walk around downtown, and then come back and get on it and go back to to Opryland into Opry Mill. And you 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 were getting lunch on the way out there? Yeah. You were getting dinner and a show on the way back? And the smaller version you had the General Jackson, and then you had the smaller version of it called the Music City Queen. Yes, yep. there was the Music City Queen. That but uh, I remember somebody died on the Music City Queen yes. one night. There was so. more than one. Yeah, yeah well, that was... Because uh, <laughs> that was the party barge. Yeah, it, it was. That Absolutely. Was, that was the... Uh, 
get the rock band out there on the, and everybody drinking and, and party. So. Yeah. yeah. So. But but yeah, I mean, we could, like I said, spend hours on Opryland. And, and again, if you if you have any memories of these and you're interested on, there's some great groups on Facebook that are you know mm-hmm. related to Opryland that show you know commercials and video, <laughs> you know commercials <laughs> from there. It shows stills from there. I still have some stills that I posted from my sister and I. You know, riding in the little mini barnstormers. Oh, I know there are all kinds of photos at my parents' place from Opryland. Nice. I know there are tons. I'll have to go over there and go I'm sure my mom had them at some point. Who knows where they're at now? But uh, but yeah, unfortunately, as 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 they say, all things must pass. And that was one that I think is still going to be a, a a raw nerve for everyone that grew up in Middle because Tennessee. Because of how bogus it came to it. Well, you know, until we're all dead. Garbage. Well, I mean, know. that's uh, honestly that's what it's going to come down to. Is, yeah. that, is that as long as as long as there's one of us is still alive that remembers Opryland, Opryland will always live. If we ever True. find the so. guy True. that put an end to it, we okay? Need, we did need you to, hear the story about that? We need to shave his head, tarn feather him, and ride him out. Basically, what happened is that Gaylord Entertainment, mm-hmm. who owned Opryland, Opryland Hotel, owned the Wild Horse Saloon downtown. They owned the, the, the Grand Ole Opry. They owned the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. They brought in, it was a family-run organization. Yes. Gaylord, that was their last name of the family that owned it. Not just an insult. They, um, their last name was not Falker. Uh, so, it was, <laughs> uh, they, um... They brought in outside counsel, basically. They, yeah. they had they had a new CEO that came in. Like once the the father stepped, I, I think he just stepped down. He didn't yeah. die. Nobody in the family really wanted to be CEO, so they brought in somebody from the outside. I for, I can't off the top of my head pull where he came from. I want to say he came from another hotel. Like it was some other like big hotel or whatever. Right. It's probably something from Vegas. It may, I don't know. Anyways, this new CEO that came in said, "You know what? Let's try to like get away from all of this this this." hee-haw, rumbo-jumbo, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Let's go to something a little more uptown. So they closed down a park that was profitable from 72 all the way to 97. Never did money. Never closed in the red a single year that it was open. Even when it expanded to add yes. new new rides to it, and then tore and then they tore it down and built a mall. They partnered with that the Mills flooded ten years. That flooded yeah. ten well, years later. Opry, Opryland <laughs> flooded. Early yes, it did. Year, it know. did. But but yeah, it was, but it's it was funny. The curse. Yeah. It's funny because like years later, when he left Gaylord, mm-hmm. he was asked in an interview about his time at Gaylord and asked if there was any regrets he had. He's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have closed down Opryland. No joke you shouldn't have closed down Opryland. Yeah, just, I mean, you know, and I'm sure that I mean, that's, that, what moron says, hey, we've got, that moron. We have, not, we have a profitable money-making machine machine here that people come from all over the country to go to. That is employing how many people? That also, that stay in our hotel, that spend money on all of our attractions, that do all this stuff. We'll close it down and open them. Legitimately, the biggest non-gambling resort visited in America ever. It's funny you say that because part of the design of Opryland Hotel was to eventually allow for riverboat gambling. Yeah, if you notice, there's there's a section of Opryland Hotel that is the Delta. Is what they call it, and it's where. So, for those of you aren't familiar with the layout. Right beside Opryland Hotel. It's probably most everybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> the the Cumberland River runs right beside Opryland. All of that. Yeah. yeah. All of the Opryland area. Area. And so. um 
the initial idea was that they were going to allow for if if Tennessee was going to pass riverboat gambling, mm-hmm. they would have been able to take which we still haven't. No, we have not. Um, they were going to be able to take the General Jackson, bring it literally into the hotel and dock it. Right, because it's on water. As it, long as it's on water, bring people on there and then yes. take them down to to downtown Nashville and back again and allow gambling on right. this and then go. Since that never passed, it never came through. Unfortunately, we got a great you know hotel out of it right the hotel's amazing but you know it's still not what it was supposed to be nope so in any case yeah anyway so now that we you know we said we were going to end this like 20 minutes ago (laughs) uh, (laughs) again um share share all of your memories please uh because i mean this is hey retro summer man yeah we're having such a good time oh yeah this is this has been really good i like even better than i expected it to be y'all have been doing a good time well i'm just now getting back well (laughs) you've been here for a few episodes you know so it's uh and uh and there'll be more you've been Uh, here in spirit dave you know that oh i know believe me i have many times been recording this podcast with barry and the infamous Amy, and I'm just like, wow, I can hear Dave like grumbling right now. Oh, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> there's been a few times I've been over here with Alan, and we keep looking over at the empty chair, expecting like, yep. a scowl to yeah, come back to us or something. There, you know? there it is. <laughs> Dave's mad now. So. Well, you know, hey. <laughs> Wrap it up, son. What do you expect from the redheaded Scotland? So, <laughs> so, anyways, guys, I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And I'm Barry. And we will see you next time. See ya. She came down from Birmingham one cold December day. As she rolled into the station, you could hear all the people say, There's a girl from Tennessee. She's long and she's gone. She came down from Birmingham on the Wabash Cannonball.